This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. I'm not even looking. I've learned to completely I'm ignore dancing. all of this. It doesn't even, I don't even see it dance, anymore. Dance, I have more dance, blindness. Dance, 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 dance. From your Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, our Patreon, where every Sunday, pretty much every Sunday, you get a whole nother bonus episode of this very podcast. Yeah, you get this all over again. Who wouldn't want that? You get me and Maureen doing something that we call the town watch. If you give it the five or $10 a month level, that $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail. Because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Oh, I'm looking at the new sticker or this spent, month's sticker. Oh yeah, it's it's genuinely my favorite one. I uh, I have spent a lot of time on the next one, and I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm excited. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Got all my anyway. Patreon.com/slash Says Who. Look at all this stuff I have here. I'm just buried buried in paperwork, Dad. Because you're a woman on the go. It's just, you know, my plan, everything would have gone right had the following not happened. And that something was COVID. Yes. Catch it up, Dan, but I haven't caught up yet. I was very excited yesterday because you responded to an email that I sent you on December 6th. Yep. I was like, you're back. I left it in the inbox because it had not been addressed. It was exciting to me. I was like, look at that. She's doing the thing. I don't leave it behind. Just takes me a while. Hey, Maureen, speaking of getting caught up on things. Look! Yeah. Look, what can I do to convince you to get you into this copy of Nine Liars? Uh, let's slap the tires around. Let's uh, take her for a spin. Take her around the block. Just take her out for a spin. See how you think. I'm cooking up new mysteries right now. I got two new mysteries I'm cooking. Actually, four new mysteries. Oh, I'm come cooking. on. Yeah. Come on. Four. Maureen. What? Be reasonable. What about it? Save some words for the rest of us. <laughs> You're using all the words. Hey, and Washington, D.C. area. Coming back, making up that lost visit. March 20th. I should really look this up. <laughs> <laughs> you were really rolling with it, though. I know. And then I was like, but where is it exactly? Uh, it's Cleveland Park Library. In association with politics and prose, it says it's at six p.m. Okay, probably. I thought then. I thought it was at seven, but uh, Cleveland Park Library, Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington D.C. Sounds like a Washington D.C. address. It is the twenty third. That's next mm-hmm. Thursday evening. Please come out. So, if you live in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, yeah, I will bring you gifts. Wow. Uh, let me look for some gifts, but I'll, I'll bring something. <laughs> Maybe you're doing some. a lot of organizing. You could just bring a bag of trash that you're getting rid of. It's not trash, but I will tell you the organizer took out 13 bags of stuff. I know. You <laughs> should have made it 12 and then brought one down with you. Wait, I've brought you a, um, a massage gun. I have seven staplers. Here you go. Books. If you want to buy your books... On the internet, and you don't want to fund somebody's rocket ships. Why not mosey on over to kickbezosintheballs.org? Do it! Our, our own little bookshop there on the internet where you can order Maureen's books with just a click, or you can search for other books because you can buy books there. 
kickbezosintheballs.org while you're buying things on the internet. You can also go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where there's a large variety of Says Who merchandise just waiting for you to order it, but that's not all. I would also like to direct you over to shop.dansinker.com Oh! Where I am selling little patches that say trying on it so that you can remind yourself that you are trying as best you can. They are orange with black type and they are beautiful. I made one for myself and a whole bunch of people asked for them. So I made some and then uh, I was like, well, I will be bananas and I will make 200 and that will last a while. I need to buy one while. of those. I need one of those real and, bad. And uh, I put them on sale and I sold 200 in less than 24 hours. And so uh, I now have 500 being delivered today. So oh. they are back on sale I, at shop.dansinker.com. I need to. Okay, I'm going there now. Shop. Well, you can't order one right now. But I want one. Actually, technically, you can order one right now because I put the last remaining stock <gasps> on sale. It just has the one thing in it, but just, it, it's a one thing shop. Oh, uh, you make good things. Thanks. Put more stuff in your shop. Well, I mean, I launched it two weeks ago. We need to talk. Let me tell you how I was like, oh, I should do this. And then I ordered them. And then I was like, oh, I need a shop. And then I had a shop in the morning. And then I sold 200 patches by the afternoon. Remember when you were the number one candle? I sure do. Still am. Number one, number one candle. For always and ever. Anyway, that's at shop.dansinker.com. You need to make a new candle. The candles were a pain in the ass, turns out. They were really hard to ship, not breaking. Okay. So I don't think I'll make candles again. Also, they take up a lot of space. The nice thing about patches and stickers and things like that is you can hold large amounts of inventory without taking up half your house. Shopdansinker.com. That's right. Hey, Dan. What? Hey, Maureen. Oh, my God. What's happening? You got. Yeah. Why do you have all those balloons? It's because it's a celebration. Oh, is that a cake? It sure is. Oh, my God. Is that. Is that. Got oh, did, did you make one of those. candles on it. Did you make a, a rainbow everyone. cake? It's a rainbow of viruses. Oh, wait. What? Happy anniversary, Maureen. It's the COVID-versary. Three years full. We just rounded the corner into year four. Hey, 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 hey. Want a slice of cake? I'm going to go for a walk. I have to run upstairs because I just heard the doorbell ring and I think it's my patches being delivered okay. and I don't want them to not leave them. Goodbye. Right. Oh my God, you guys, he just left. Now it's time for us to talk. Listen, Dan is not okay. He's gone. I'm looking at an empty microphone. He's not okay, you guys. He's very, very stressed out. So I'm going to need all of you guys together to surprise him, okay? When he comes back, we're all gonna go. When I say it, okay, I want you to say it with me. We're gonna say, we love you, Dan. Okay, so I'm gonna count down in three. Wait, oh, there is three, two, one. We love you, Dan. Say it, remember? We love you, Dan. 
Everybody just said they loved you because together, Aww. because uh, we know you've been, can we see your patches? I'm opening it right now. I caught the guy as he was walking back down the stairs. Did you like, just Wait. like flying tackle him and take the package? Basically. Look at this. Oh, FedEx. Oh. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a kilo of cocaine, but it's patches. Yeah. It's like a square grouper of patches. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, that that is good. So I have to many. Figure out, figure out what I'm going to put that on. You sew those There's on, or so you many. you iron them on? They have a little iron on on the back. Okay. But the, um, but the marrowed edge is not ironed on, and so the best way to do it is iron it and, and then tack it down, stitch around. Yeah. All right. That was exciting. Now I'm out of breath. Welcome. He's not that, but he's happy because he got patches. To says who? It's true. The podcast. I'd forgotten how we hadn't welcomed yet. It's not a podcast. It's Dan getting patches. Also a coping. I'm really out of breath. That's he is. Fine. It's a coping <laughs> strategy. I am Dan Sinker. I'm Maureen Johnson. Ooh. <sighs> Dan, how are you? How am I? How uh, are I, you? I'm excited that those patches just showed up. I got to then put them back on sale. But how am I? Uh, well, the little one went back to school. So that's good. I think that I did not. I think I have only updated on the town watch. But Tuesday, we record on Tuesdays. We recorded last Tuesday. Tuesday night. Our little one had been sick the week before last. And uh, I took him to the doctor that thursday and they were like oh he has a bad cold but he can go back to school uh like he doesn't have a fever and it seems like the cough is going away so it's cool he can go back to school so i sent him to school on friday janice left town also thursday two weeks ago because her dad was dying so uh i sent him back to school and his cough did get a little better. Fever didn't come back. And then the cough definitely did not get better. It got worse. And finally, we recorded last Tuesday. I took him to the doctor Tuesday night. And they were like, oh, yeah, that didn't get better, did it? Uh, actually, he has pneumonia and an ear infection. <laughs> How fast can you get him antibiotics? I'm like, cool. That's great. This is what I need for two weeks of solo parenting. Is a kid with pneumonia and an ear infection. Uh, but so how am I? That's basically all mm. I've done is parent to child 24-7. Um, the good news is antibiotics are a fucking miracle. Mm. They are amazing. I would say he had to take it three times a day. Gave me this just like comically large bottle of pink syrup. Uh, he had to take it three times a day. I would say by the third dose, he was markedly better. And uh, he has he has he has gotten completely doesn't have a cough. You know, he's good to go. So he went back to school yesterday. And yesterday I was like, OK, I got to get some work done. And uh, I did like three different jobs and finished my taxes and another thing. And then I was like, well, wow, that was a that was a fulfilling and large amount of work that I did. And I looked at the clock and it was noon because <laughs> it turns out if you don't have 
a sick child that you're taking care of, you can actually get a lot of work done. Yeah. I'd forgotten that because it's been weeks. That's how I am. But That's I just great. got patches, so I'm good. That's great. I mean, is it? Yeah. Okay. How are you, Maureen? Doing great, Dad. The only only problem was last night I woke up around two in the morning and was like, well, I'm gonna barf. That's something. Got oh. all those I got those barfing shakes where you get really cold. Oh, I don't know. I have a stomach of iron though. That's the thing, is that I know that even if I feel like that, I'm not gonna be ill. Okay. And if I am, it means something's really wrong. Did you barf? No, I just felt very nauseous. And it's you happened- just got a wave of nausea in the middle of the night? Yeah. It had been kind of stirring in the late evening, but then it really was like it woke me up with the cold and the so I managed to get out. I was like, all right, just shift this way, shift this way, aim forward, get out of bed, get the Pepto Bismol and a ginger ale. You can do this. If you stand up, we'll see how it's going. Okay. Okay, go team. And then I did it and I will kind of walked it off because that that's sort of how it happens with me. I can usually get to the Pepto Bismol or ginger ale and the, okay. the nausea will pass. I'm going to the doctor next week. I got to ask for those special medicine again. It begins with a Z. You take one of these little pills, your nausea goes away instantly. They wow. are magic. I would buy those on the black market if I could. They are. You probably could. They are. You can. Oh, he's going to sneeze. When the- <laughs> Bless you. I no, should have bought fact. them in the Mexican airport when I was there where you can buy any they drug. They come yeah. Oh, they have all those stores in the Mexican airport. They're like, what do you want? You want a bunch of steroids? Come on, take them. They're like candy. Anyway. It's happened twice in the last two weeks, and I'm wondering if it's some weird post-COVID hmm. thing. Oh, that's know. weird. Yeah, it's just some weird thing but that's happened. But you never actually yacked? No. Okay. The last time I was really ill like that was when I had that, I had this crazy bacterial stomach infection like mm. four years ago, and I was in bed for two weeks with it, just like, as long as I don't move, I'm fine. Wow. That's because summers in New York are gross now. Yeah, but it's not summer right now. That's when I got the thingy, but I'm oh, fine now. God. Fine. Dan, mm. I have been hauling ass. You Thursday, have been hauling ass. The organizer came. She took out 13 back stuff. We reorganized two of the closets. Yep. We got rid of a bunch of stuff. I'm still continuing the work that she set up. We woke up on Friday night. We I ordered, we got, and we started putting up wallpaper. We completely reorganized and rewired all of like our television and games and stuff. We we wallpapered. Look at this. I rented a carpet cleaner, Dan, that day. Sure. We wallpapered and I rented a carpet cleaner. The problem was the carpet cleaner put out too much liquid and the carpets are still wet. So I'm propping them up and putting fans on them. Oh. But I've almost got them. I've basically got them dry at this point. Okay. I love a carpet cleaner. You know there's joy and then there's getting a carpet cleaner joy because you can watch the dirty water going through the suction and it is like yeah. i can't even describe it but then i'm doing it watching still- a lot of daytime television as a child i saw a lot of commercials for carpet cleaner rental and so i can picture it exactly i've never used one oh it is but uh boy i can picture exactly what that dirt liquid looks like from the like you know rental ads yeah there's one carpet that i'm like that carpet has to go Okay. That carpet has to retire. We're replacing some stuff, Dan. There you go. The stuff that got worn out. You know, the yep. stuff that we were like, that was really never meant to be permanent. Let's get an actual thing there. Yeah. So we're doing it, Dan. You're doing things. I'm You're tired as shit, but I'm telling you, we're getting it done. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. Right before we recorded, 
I had been uh, working on show notes all morning and along with other things. And then uh, and then I ate lunch and then I was like, oh, I have like 15 minutes. And then my body was like, and I was just like, I'm real tired. Oh, boy, am I tired. But but, uh, but now I'm back. And Dan. Yeah. This week. We have some news, don't we? We do have some news, but because I think that it is important to note that we have officially rounded the corner into year four of the COVID-19 pandemic. The 19, if you remember, is the year they discovered it. it and just, now it's 2023. It just got another friend of mine. Yeah. For the first I know time. A few people that just got it. Yeah, it was her first time. It's her first time. Yep. All of us that never got it, this one is getting us. Yeah. I'm not, I'm still, still hiding out. Man, it really did feel, I I was definitely starting to feel like the final girl in a movie. Yeah. If anybody listening has been out there, it's just like, yeah, you, it's like, you know, you're, you hear something behind you and you're like, don't turn around. Don't turn around. It's COVID. And sometimes it's COVID. And then sometimes it is in fact COVID. I think but... it was, the. Sh I remember the shock of that test. Because I think it because it had been three years and it hadn't caught me. Right. I was starting to believe that I would never see a positive test. Yeah. And then I got, you know, then I suddenly had the positive test. I was like, oh. There it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. But it's Dan, always there. Dan, yeah. Things have happened. Like, things are bubbling, Dan. Things are a bubbling. Things are, in fact, a bubbling. Since we are mired in the pandemic like it's Spanish flu in the 20s, we also decided apparently this weekend to have a good old-fashioned bank run. Hell yeah. Let's do the 20s again. I know. We skipped the whole wild 20s part. We just jumped right from end of the Spanish flu right to bank runs. Yeah, we didn't do the whole... Didn't do a lot of dancing on a flagpole and stuff. Well, I will say this. Maybe we did because we sort of have the opposite of prohibition here. Where yeah. ev everything is a weed store. <laughs> I'm telling you, Dan, everything is a weed store in my neighborhood here in New York. Yeah. When I walk the dog, they have sprung up like mushrooms after a storm. Right. One block alone had four. Wow. They take up every abandoned corner deli, literally block to block. Oh, that yeah. block. You walk down a couple of that, that block. Next corner deli is one. Two doors down from that's one. They're not all going to last. No. Some are going to burn bright and fast. And in I'm fact, my understanding of New York City weed stores is most of them are not actually licensed, but nobody gives a shit. No. They started to open up even before it was fully legal. Yeah. And then the day they were like, it's legal, but we'll give you licenses. They had their decorations up so fast. Yeah. And they're all mostly a little skeezy right now. They don't have a lot of, they right. don't look fancy and smooth like the- right. The, the the California ones look like beautiful spas. Yeah. The um the Massachusetts one are a little more steampunky, you know, kind of like craft beer looking. Yeah. These look skeezy. Right. And I They're feel like, like bodega weed stores. Yeah. And there's a couple that are looking slightly less skeezy, but they they are generally pretty skeezy. Yeah. I'm waiting for How the fancy one. we get on this topic? Uh, we're going through the, you know, do 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 do, bum, 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 you know, the the 20s part. Yeah. Where everybody's like, it's just that everybody's a little bit high. So they're not really, they're just kind of moving more slowly and eating Doritos. 
It's um, kind of like we've just combined everything in the 20s at once. It's a big time for Pringles around here right now. I will say that. I like they, It's just weed and Pringles as far as the eye can see. I, I like a Pringle. And everybody just kind of shuffling over to the pizza places like zombies. It's It's not unpleasant. There was a period of time in the mid-2000s when Wi-Fi was still sort of a like, ooh, Wi-Fi, and like, ooh, is there a way for me to scam Wi-Fi instead of actually having to get Wi-Fi? Um, that you could, I, I knew a number of people that converted Pringles tubes into Wi-Fi antennas. Wow. They're, they're metal lined and a nice, they're like a little amplifier shape. Wow. My mom always used to keep paintbrushes in them. Okay. So I always associate them with being full of oil. You know, my mom's do oil. My mom, listen, Dad. Before we get to the news, I want to list all of the crafts and lessons my mother used to do in my memory. Okay. First of all, my mother is a nurse. Yeah. So she used to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to relax. Hmm. Because it was the only time of day that she had to herself. Okay. So she would turn on the radio, have coffee, and embroider for a half an hour at 4.30 in the morning. All right. Because she had a full-time job. And she did three extra degrees. Wow. So she did her full nursing degree. Then she did a full bachelor of, full bachelor's, separate bachelor's degree. Then a full master's degree. And then a full nursing practitionership. So my mom was in school up until, and through like the 90s. Wow. She was always slowly taking, my mom has so many, my mom has as many degrees as you can like see in the, to the distance. Okay. And so she was a full-time nurse. She was also at early on, she was made a nursing professor upon graduation. So okay. she, this woman's wow. always okay. busy and she was always nursing family members. Okay. Okay. But she also had a craft all the time. Ceramics. Yep. Oil painting. Okay. At one point she took tap dancing. Sure. She did um she's always done embroidery, needlework. work. She learned to do framing. Okay. Like professional frame. She would do her own framing. So she would do all the needlework and then frame it herself. Wow. She um she made Christmas decorations that were so good that people tried to get her to open it as a business. Wow. That's how we accidentally pepper sprayed ourselves when we were collecting her pine cones. Um oh, right, right. She does like um like heavy duty needlework. She was also really good at like wallpapering, um, Basically, everything in the house she could make. Okay. So she was always like, so for relaxation, I made three vases, an oil painting. I did my tap dancing. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, Pringles cans were always full of paintbrushes. All right. I forgot that's how we got here. Yeah. All she right. always has well, a thing. She always has a thing. I, I, I relate to She's that. She's sort of like you. Okay. That's great. Weed stores, and now yes. here we are, Dan. Bank runs. That's where we. Boom! That's I'm where bringing. We left I'm bringing off. it back. We've left the speakeasy. Appreciate it. I, had I a... appreciate it. Well, this weekend, Silicon Valley Bank, home to billions of money of startups, went under after everyone basically tried to cash out all at once. Why? Nobody's totally sure. Uh, There seemed to be sort of things that point to the fact that the bank was on slightly shaky ground uh, over the last 
year or so as interest rates go went up uh the sort of the things that they were holding became less and less valuable and it was sort of one of those things where people were like boy if a bank run were to happen on this bank right now that would be a problem because they are going to have to pay out more money than they have and then that seems like that was sort of a game of telephone among sort of silicon valley elite and then suddenly one thing led to another and they spooked themselves into doing exactly that it does seem like it was a slack conversation that turned into a financial crisis a hundred percent like these are all very chatty follow the leader style folks and They followed each other right over a cliff, it seems. I have always, I know how I'm going to die. I know how it all ends for all of us. Okay. How it ends for all of us is some Silicon Valley fuckwit is trying to make a girlfriend who's entirely made out of ketosis and somehow they blow up the world. Like that's. Sounds right. That is, I've always said Silicon Valley is what going to do us in. Yeah. Sounds right. Uh, So. So Silicon Valley Bank went down. Then it was announced that New York-based Signature Bank also was closed by the feds after apparently taking a big bath on crypto, which is definitely where I want my banks investing money for Mm -hmm. sure. Yes. Uh, But the government acted quickly. A mere 72 hours later, they ensured that everyone with money in the bank would be able to get their money out. It is always amazing to me, Maureen, how fast the government can the government can act when it wants to. Yeah. And it's always sort of revealing what it's willing to do that for hmm. and what it's not. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. That's somebody that just finished doing his taxes and uh saw the five hundred dollar checks that the government used to mail me because I had kids. I went, Oh right. That's right. They used to do that. And then they then they just couldn't get it together. But it turns out they can get it together real quick. Other times, the Silicon Valley Bank meltdown is thanks in part to Trump-era weakening of banking regulations that had previously required banks of SM, F, SVB's oh. size to be subjected to much more oversight and stress testing. So, you know, whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, they just sort of, even Oscar, I was like, I walked through the living room. I said, well, there's, it seems like there's a whole banking crisis going on. And he usually is on top of the, he's, excuse me. And I was like, oh yeah, it just sort of happened. Yeah. Really just sort of happened. Yep. Just out of nowhere. I have friends who have money tied up in it and uh, it's not so fun for them, I would say. No. But, um, but yeah, it's a little bit wild. Suddenly, uh, there it is. And it is seems to be thanks to Donald Trump originally. And speaking of Donald Trump, I'd love to talk about him. Yeah. Mike Pence. Do you remember him? I mean, Dan, they were going to kill that guy. They were going to kill that. They guy. were going to kill that guy. They were going to kill that man. Dead. That Mike Pence was a dead man. Yes. Well, it turns out that maybe that sunk in for him. Because this weekend, he finally decided to mildly criticize Donald Hmm. Trump and his handling of January 6th. We all have to get to emotionally certain places. Yeah. 
speaking at the Gridiron Dinner, which is a real embarrassing Washington insider journalist uh, rub elbows with politicians and famous people kind of dinner. Pence was a speaker. He said, quote, make no mistake about it. What happened on January 6th was a disgrace. He continued, quote, President Trump was wrong. I had no right to overturn the election and his reckless words endangered my family and everyone else at the Capitol that day. And I know that history will hold Donald Trump accountable. Yes, history has definitely shown us that Donald Trump will be held accountable. Yep. Definitely history. History. Standing right up. It's just, there's no question about that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he could have gone harder. They were going to kill that man, Maureen. Yeah, they were looking for him and they were going to, they, they built a gallows, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if I, if, if I ran into your house and was going to kill you and I built a gallows outside, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to do, I think you'd be more mad at me than them. I would definitely be upset if you had a gang of people walk through the halls of my house. And they were pooping in your house. Champing, pooping, and no. chanting, hang Dan Sinker. Yes. I would be upset. You have, would have every right to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page on that. Yeah, we really, really are. Mike Pence has spent the last couple of years steadfastly refusing to go hard. Mm -hmm. Seems to have decided that this weird white tie dinner was the place to reveal a new page for Mike Pence. Yeah. Clearly orchestrated uh, to debut a stronger Pence ahead of a presidential announcement. It's growth. There is nothing funnier to me, Maureen than imagining Mike Pence running for president for 2024. Mm-hmm. It's going to not go well for that man. Dan? hmm On the nights of these debates, when will these debates actually turn up? Probably not for a while still, but I... I mean, the election will be in November of... 2024? Would you say August 2024 or September 2024 is when we're going to look well, at some debates? No, because we have to have a primary first. Right. I remember- just suddenly realized, wait a second, we are mm-hmm. like, yeah. when are the first primaries? They're That's like what I've been, early. That's what Jesus. Remember when mm-hmm. all 10 of them were on stage talking? Remember that? I got to look this up now. There like, were more. It was like Ted Cruz and... Marco oh Rubio. God, and what? The start date mm-hmm. of the 2024 Republican primaries sure. is February 2024. Hey, listen we are to less than a year away. Yeah. So we're going to maybe start seeing these things around this time next year. I mean, we will see pri- we will see debates probably in the fall. This year. Huh. Who are we going to see on the stage then? Trump, DeSantis, Hallie, that dude who I've already forgot his name, who's campaigning as the anti-woke candidate. Oh, yeah. Who's that guy? Uh, and then Pence. Uh-huh. Cruz, I would assume. Sure. Rubio? Uh, Maybe. Do you think he gets canceled out somehow by DeSantis? Could be. That's a good point. Doesn't even bother? 
He could not bother. I, if I was Marco Rubio, I would be more than happy being a shitty senator. Right. At this point. Uh, I think uh, Holly, mm-hmm. I think, will go. Oh, right. Uh, jo- running Josh. Graham is the big question mark to me. Really? Well, I mean, why has he been doing all of this kissing up if not to theoretically lay groundwork for anyone liking him? Well, he wants a position somewhere, maybe, but not, not, not the. I don't know. So, okay. We're going to have a stage with Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. Mike Pence. Yeah. Potentially Cruz. Potentially. Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. Nikki Haley. Yeah. Whatever that guy's name is. The yeah. woke guy. Right. Um, Probably some, someone from Ohio. Some doofus we haven't heard about yet. Yeah. What's that going to look like? It's going to be a shit show. Because it's going to come down to DeSantis, Trump, and Pence. Probably. I don't I don't think Pence will go very far. I think he'll go far enough that it'll be funny. Well, I hope so. I mean, yes, that's this is me wanting to see that very, very much. I, I, I like the idea that we're just rooting for him for the pantsing. I think, Dan, once these debates happen, you and me, it's popcorn, it's a live stream. I like it. That's must that sounds see, fun. That's must-see TV. <laughs> that sounds just, fun. Well, essentially, Dan, we're always going to come down to Trump and DeSantis punching each other in the face. Yes. It's true. And it's tr- true. Trump is already making anti-DeSantis videos. Oh, yeah. But let's find out. But Trump has some stuff going on right now. Yes. Well, so Trump and DeSantis were both in Iowa. They were both in Davenport, Iowa this weekend. I believe um, DeSantis was there on a Friday and Trump was there on a Sunday or something, something like that. They were very, very close together. Trump did get a larger crowd, worth noting. Uh, And Trump responded to Mike Pence while there. What did he do? Maureen, he blamed Mike Pence for January 6th. Tell me more. Say more. Saying, quote, had he sent the votes back to the legislatures, they wouldn't have had a problem with January 6th. So in many ways, you Mm -hmm. can blame him for Jan 6th. Sure. Had he sent them back to Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, the states, I believe, number one, you would have had a different outcome. Yeah. But I also believe you wouldn't have had Jan 6, as mm. we call it. As we call it, yeah. That's what we call they it. They were going to kill that man. Yeah. And he's were. saying it was his fault that they were going to kill him. Yeah. That Well, that's what those kind of people always do. It's the Darvo thing. And always, you know, it's, it's the other person's fault. But, Dan, that's magical. You know what I mean? Like, there's already stardust coming off of this. Oh, yeah. Because we're... Uh, Look, none of this turns out well. We might as well have a good time on the way down. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> one of these dummies is going to win, so we might as well just drink oh, no. the nectar all the way down. Dan, one of these people is going to win. Uh, Let's. I, I just need to talk to you about this for a second, Dan, because mm-hmm. we're going to talk more in a second about what's going on with Trump. Yeah. Now, they're going to do a lot of stuff to Trump. He's going to go through some things. He is. He does appear to be set to go through some things. Nothing will ultimately happen, but he will go through some things. Yes. Is I it mean, enough? We're in agreement there. Is it enough that it will knock him out of the running? Mm. No. I mean, the maybe the stress of it. 
I mean, if it kills him. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, not to be, but seriously, like. But also he, the longer that man lives, hmm. the more I believe that his body battery theory is correct. Right. Because a lot of things should have felled that man by now. Right. And they haven't. And they haven't. Mm-hmm. He's just like going along, living his life, just full of anger. Yeah. Just goes. So ultimately, Dan, once we burn through the fall, if Trump yeah. is still standing and we will get through what he's about to go through. Yeah. We're going to watch Trump and DeSantis in some sort of like um, Pacific Rim situation. <laughs> And who are we going to have, Dan, on the other side, but my man? Biden. My man. Okay. My man. Yeah. Yeah. That appears that way. So, ultimately. Although, Marianne Williamson is also running for Democratic nomination. I mean, obviously. I mean, who knows, unless they do something very clever. I mean, and that's not going to happen, Dan. So we're going to have probably Biden uh-huh. running against DeSantis. Yeah, who I believe will be 82 at that point. And DeSantis will win. Mm-hmm. And DeSantis is right now personally burning through the books of my friends, probably me. I'm on there somewhere. I'm He's sure. stripping out libraries. He's hurting people in so many ways. Just right now, I'm very aware of what's going on with the libraries and the books. Yeah. Which he will take nationally. Yes. So, um, now, okay, let's talk about what's happening with Trump before okay. we get to President DeSantis. Oh, boy. Then <laughs> realize that the best outcome we're hoping for is a second Trump presidency. I want to just point this out to you. Uh. I mean, isn't the best outcome we're hoping for a second Biden presidency? What's actually going to happen? Well, okay, fine. Fine. Well, Maureen Johnson. I keep forgetting that anything is happening. I feel like I'm free falling. Like mm-hmm. I haven't pulled the shoot yet and I'm just watching. I'm like, that's very interesting. Listen, Dan, I somehow got in a hole the other night where I watched a movie about the crash of the plane of the Leonard Skinner plane. And they've, okay, ap- sure. they've, they actually have about 10 minutes of footage of like the, just everybody on the plane when the engines are quiet and it's just going down and they know that they're going. What? And, yeah. And it's just, it's just, you can watch it online. One of the survivors helped make it and um, they all know they're going to crash and you see like everybody just sitting there waiting and the plane's just very quietly just going, going like it's, it's not, it's not chaos. It's oh just, my God. they know. And that's sort of how I feel to end. And apparently Ronnie Van Zandt picked up a bottle of Jack Daniels, shook everyone's hand and went to the back of the plane with a pillow. And that's me. I'm Ronnie Van Zanting this shit. I'm going to take a bottle of Jack Daniels, shake everyone's hand and have a Dole Whip on the plane. (laughs) So what's going on with Trump? Speaking of which, Dole Whip is soon to be available in your local freezer aisle. Not the same. It's probably good, though. I mean, it's not going to be. It's not going to be the same. It should well, it's come. not going to be the same because you won't be consuming it at Disney World. But Dan, proposal before we get, we got to get to the Trump stuff. Dan, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. need to go to Disney World at the end of this year, and we need to watch this one of these debates 
from a Disney hotel. We wow. need to be there. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you heard me. Wow. I've put I've I'm putting it wow. down now. We'll wow. meet you, we'll meet you guys there. We need to actually <laughs> Dan, we've been talking about this for seven years. That's true. We need to set a date. That's right. Well, we need to wait for them to set the debate schedule. I we're going this fall, Dan. All right. All right. Good. Yes. I'm in. I'm in. Dan, Dan, get your Jack Daniels. Get your pillow. <laughs> anyway, Maureen. Trump's legal woes kicked up a notch this week as your own yeah. New York State District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Sure. Does he just say not to brag or anything a lot? Because I would if my last name was Bragg. If I was really into healthy foods, I'd be like, not to Bragg's liquid aminos this. Oh. That's like a, yeah. I like it's that. A deep bench. Uh, not to apple cid- Bragg's apple cider vinegar. This is this is hippie talk. There's nothing, nothing I like more than a little Bragg's liquid aminos and a little Bragg's apple cider vinegar marinating my tofu because I am a filthy hippie. Anyway, go on. Anyway, uh, this New York District Attorney Alvin Bragg moved much closer to a potential indictment of Donald Trump over the Stormy Daniels hush money case. Remember that? Hero. Love you, Stormy. The case that landed Michael Cohen in jail a few years ago. Says who? Exactly. Our man. Namesake of this very podcast. Says who? Last week, Bragg invited Trump to appear before the grand jury this week, should he want to do so. According to reporting, offers like this indicate that an indictment is close because in New York State, potential defendants have the right to answer questions in the grand jury shortly before they're indicted. However, it is extremely rare that the subject of prosecution actually takes them up on that because anything they say can be used against them, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Trump's lawyers have declined. Now, when Bragg announced this last week, the general consensus was like, okay, but there's one guy that hasn't testified that isn't Donald Trump that it seems weird that they would be closing this up if he hadn't testified, and that is Michael Cohen himself. The general belief is that Bragg has interviewed at least seven people in front of the grand jury and that Michael Cohen was never one of them. And so the general feeling that I kept reading was like, well, unless Cohen testifies, it doesn't seem like it's going to be all that serious. Well, Maureen Johnson, this week, Michael Cohen spent hours in front of the grand jury He was there on Monday. He's expected to be returning on Wednesday. From the courtroom steps, he said he was appearing, quote, to tell the truth. Asked whether Mr. Trump knew that the payments to Stormy Daniels happened. He replied, oh, he knew everything. Yes, he needs to be held accountable for his dirty deeds. Mm. Trump's lawyers turning down Bragg, but did issue a statement calling into question the honesty of honesty of Michael Cohen, which mm-hmm. fair. But Cohen's testimony does seem to be the final step for Bragg. An indictment may well be imminent. It could even be this week. However, Maureen, mm. let's throw a little cold water on all this. Sure. A successful prosecution is far from a sure thing. It seems that there are a number of hurdles that Bragg needs to overcome, the first of which 
is that either he is prosecuting a federal candidate for a violation of state election law, which is something that doesn't usually happen, or he's prosecuting a candidate for violation of federal election law, which is a state prosecutor is also something that doesn't usually happen. So Mm -hmm. just on that alone, most experts are very curious about how he threads that needle. There's also a question of whether or not he can really prove that there's been a crime committed. Because while uh, Cohen was sent to jail for the same thing. That's right. He went to jail. How long was he in jail? He was in jail for a bit and then he was released to home uh, when COVID hit. And also Steve Bannon's still out there somewhere. Steve Bannon's still out there, but unrelated to this case. Right. But Michael Cohen did serve jail time, but he pled guilty. So the actual logic of the prosecution has never been tested in court so far. Uh, And that logic boils down to two things. The first was the payment to Stormy Daniels, not just hush money, which actually is entirely legal. It is entirely legal to be shaken down and to pay someone off. Uh, The reason why it's potentially a crime is because it was... they are portraying it not just as $150,000 or $130,000 or however much it was to Stormy Daniels as, as a payoff, but because it happened late in the campaign, it amounted to an unreported campaign donation because he benefited at, an elect, at, at, a, at a campaign level from not having this information come out. Right. Uh, And thusly, that would make it a violation of campaign finance law. So they have to be able to prove that, which apparently is a little bit shaky. And then, even if they are able to prove that, they need to prove that Trump knew it would be a violation of campaign finance law because you have to prove intent. Right. It's not enough to say, hey, this thing was a violation. You have to be able to say he knew it was a violation and he pushed forward with doing it. So there's that. There's also the fact that relying on Michael Cohen as a major witness is going to clearly uh, be a little bit difficult because of the fact that he's so fucking shady. So it could, even though... There is no disputing of the basic facts of this case. You know, everyone at this point knows that Stormy Daniels was paid money by Donald Trump. We know that Michael Cohen was the intermediary and we know that he was reimbursed by Donald Trump while mm-hmm. Don- Donald Trump was in office. Right. Right. We know all these things, but it is definitely not a cut and dry case. There's even the possibility that this grand jury could wrap up and there not be a prosecution by Bragg. So it really is never a thing until it's a thing. Question. How many potential legal, like criminal cases are out there with Trump right now? Uh, So the biggest one, there are the various Justice Department investigations into Jan 6. As we we call it. As as we call it, as it's known. Yeah. Uh, Also the... uh, the documents case, which burned bright for a moment, but seems to have been, you know, burning less bright now. Uh, the biggest one that seems to be the largest potential threat and the most imminent thing to drop other than this one is the Georgia case, mm-hmm. where they are looking into whether he and others violated 
Georgia campaign finance law by trying to overturn the results there. So that one feels like the one that could bite him the most right now and certainly could bite him the soonest. As far as anyone knows, the grand jury has wrapped on that. There has been a sort of a report issued and they are just simply kind of making decisions as to how they're moving on it. Um, And then there's this one. So I think maybe there's also another New York one around business stuff. But that one might, there have been a couple of different business ones. Some of them have wrapped and some of them might still be ongoing. Okay. So we have made three, three or four criminal cases that are going to keep them busy. Yes. So that's one of the things about this is that Trump is going to be busy. Mm-hmm. He's lost a lot of the goofballs that were around him. Yeah. So first, he had team goofball last time. Yeah. And a lot of those people are, are gone in jail, have turned on him. So now he's got some even deeper randos that he found. And some of those people are in trouble. Like he's now just like trying to look for people. He's like people that he meets at Subway and, you know, just. I mean, the thing I think about being a shady, famous person Mm -hmm. with seemingly access to unlimited amounts of funds is you never have to work very hard to find new goofballs. Right. He seems to have a whole new collection of goofballs at this point it's just that his our goofball level has gone down which is hard to imagine i don't even know if the level has gone down i think that the i think the quality of goofball that's what down that's what i mean the quality of goofball has gone down that's what i'm saying so he's got lesser goofballs yeah he's got true people with googly eyes and um, like just a potato with googly eyes on it. Like he's got he's got four, three or four le- legal problems. Yep. There's all those, you know, January 6th, all those documents in his house. Just the fact we're just going to set aside the fact that he's Donald Trump. He won on that. So, you know, January 6th is going to hurt him. Mike Pence is going to hurt him in a way. I think some of those Republicans are like, well, you know, Mike Pence is the good one. He has a haircut. Like, I definitely know Republican (laughs) people that are like, well, Mike Pence is like a straight shooter and he doesn't like him now. Yeah, that's going to appeal to a certain level of people that are impressed by haircuts. Yeah. And because he's got that head, you know what I mean? Like. Remember the time a fly landed on his head It's because his head's perfectly round like a melon. Like he's got that head, that Mike Pence head. The Mike you know I mean? Pence head. Pence he definitely, head, yeah. He looks like a Fisher-Price toy. Like, he's got that round head. <laughs> he does look like a Fisher-Price toy. He's just like a cardboard cutout of a person. He's just like AI spit him out. So yeah. he appeals to certain folks. Well, that, that guy doesn't like Donald Donald Trump is going to be, it's death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. That, and then De- DeSantis will drink from that blood. Right. And then maybe some deal gets made and when DeSantis is in, he pardons Trump. Yeah. If he can, some of these, like the thing about the New York stuff, which even so the other thing about the New York thing, even if they thread the needle, even if they are able to prove crime, even if they are able to get him, if he is, in fact, if he loses the case, Mm -hmm. it's slightly above a misdemeanor, right? Like there is jail time. There's a maximum, I think, of four years, but there could be none, right? Like it's. Um, But it would be, in fact, a a felony at the state level. And you can't pardon a a president, can't pardon 
at the state level. That's also why Georgia is, is potentially um, very, uh, very bad for him because he, he couldn't be pardoned if DeSantis comes in. The, the federal stuff you can he could be pardoned for, for sure. So we're going to get to see in the fall. This is a wrap up in the fall when we're at Disney World. We'll get mm-hmm. to see the Pence Trump DeSantis debate. And the good news is once we watch that with our popcorn or in our dill whip, you know what I mean? Because we'll be eating, yeah. you know, Disney food. Yeah. We could potentially, Dan, listen to this as a plan. Disney's open at night, right? Like what time does it close oh, yeah. for the night? I mean, depending, but usually around 10 to midnight. Okay. So let's just say we're in the park. Mm-hmm. We settle down somewhere near the the birds, you know, like that. I love that mm-hmm. area. And we're in the top. Yeah. We got our dill whip. Yeah. We just hook up to the Wi-Fi. We set up our laptop. Yeah. So we either watch the debate there. Yeah. Or from our Disney hotel. Yeah. And then maybe we do it from the hotel because then we know we go to bed. Yeah. We go directly to the park in the morning or we're already in the park. And then at 11, we get on the Haunted Mansion tour. Okay. The Haunted Mansion ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we could literally shut it down, stand up directly to the Haunted Mansion. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a really good plan. This is a good plan. Take your whiskey to the back of the plane with your pillow. We're going to Van Sant this shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Let's get ready for President DeSantis, everybody. Oh, boy. Look, don't despair. It's just like, that's going to be it. So don't count on these people. I'm definitely not counting on these people. Don't count on any of those people. Count on the people that are already working in the community. Yeah. It's good advice. Because none of these people are going to show up. Yeah. Everything's going to happen from the ground up at this point. <laughs> Which is good, though, because we are on the ground and we're working from the ground up. There you go. I'm going to show you something. Okay. What does this say? It says we can work with this. It's a sticker that says we can work with this. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, Dan. Have you noticed yet, Maureen, the secret of that sticker, which is the two parts of it are separate stickers? That's my favorite part. What do you mean? The little oh. word bubble and the you and me are different. They're separate stickers. I hadn't placed it yet, as you can yeah. see. So, oh, maybe it can go on the back of my that phone. That was my favorite little detail of a sticker design. Oh, wait, then it can go on the back of my phone. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well, we can work with this, Dan. We can. And to that end, says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where every Sunday, pretty much every Sunday, you get this all over again. If you are a member of the town watch, that is if you give it the five or $10 a month level and that $10 a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail. As we just discussed at length, uh, they are good stickers because you become a member of the says who sticker club. You can go to patreon.com slash says who and do all those things. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter at says who at omfg.town on Mastodon and email at hey, that's H-E-Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash groups slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. There's also the fan-run Discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who Discord. How many things is that? That's one, two, three, four, it's five. A lot. It's five ways of connecting for six years. I feel like we've I feel like we're behind, apparently. 
We collect one a year. Anyway, spread the word. Subscribe. Please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen. And you can join us next Wednesday, March 22nd. It'll officially be spring for our very next episode. The days are already longer, Dan. We won. I know. We We won. won. We won the battle against the dark. I love it. The little one is very amused by it this year. I feel like he's noticed it this year for the first time. Um, Or, I mean, I'm sure he noticed it last year, but he's commented on it every, like last night, thought it was hilarious how light it was. This morning he was like, it's so dark. This is ridiculous. It's so dark when he woke up at 630 in the morning. Um, Anyway, but, but next week, March 22nd, officially spring, our next episode from my basement in Chicago. I am Dan Sinker. And yeah, from my recently uh, not clean yet, but getting their office here in New York City. Getting there. The, the office was the last room. The office is still the room of the catch all room where everything ends up. Right. It's not great. Yep. So that's that's what gets tackled next. I'm excited. I. Oh, I'm excited. Well, yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm. And then after a week after that, I'll be recording oh. from Antigua. I mean, that'll, you could take the week off, too. That'll be fun for you. Really? I mean, you could just enjoy the, the time, the water and the waves. Well, it's up to everybody. You know, if I, if, if, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's probably mostly up to your hotel's Wi-Fi. Uh, the hotel does, also doesn't have TVs. Okay. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, it's like you're here at the beach. I like that. Yeah. I would like to go somewhere warm. Well, we will, we'll, but we will go somewhere with the TV, Dan. We should start That's picking true. dates. <laughs> well, we need them to announce some debates first. Get on it, guys. This. Now, hold on. Now I want to know when. There we go. Here we go. Gotta know this already. Yeah, look at that. Republicans set their first. 2024 presidential primary debate for Milwaukee. Okay. The National Committee has decided the opening Republican presidential debate of the 2024 cycle will be held in Milwaukee in August, August. 2023. <laughs> when is the date? Somehow it doesn't have a date, but I think, I guess they've just said August 2023. And do they say when the next one is? No. Just the first one's in August. Yeah. That's so close. I don't know that I could actually do an August one. Because of August in Florida and you might be on uh, the road. Well, that would be super hot. But yeah. also the uh, the teen will be heading off to college right, right. around then. Right. And uh, I think that will probably be hard. Oh, but don't worry. Conflict. They'll go throughout the fall. Oh, yeah. Definitely. There will be more for it's sure. Good. We're going to have a, a really wild fall then. Oh, good. Because you know what? It's just been too chill. We're going to have a really wild fall. So let's let's just remember, Dan. What are you grabbing? Bottle of whiskey. And? Pillow. Got it. I'm on it. This has been Says Who. Boom. God, man. You I did me it. Yeah, yeah, I did it at the end. You did it. Yeah. You got me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>